Cornucopia Radio presents Space The final job before I quit These are the voyages of the UK Space Agency Engineering Pod number 46 My five year mission To explore the ten square metres I'm trapped inside Seek out Pluto and boldly go and switch the lights off. If they're still on. Pod to Pluto by Peter Richard Adams. Episode 2, Bin Day. Tell me. Don't tell me. You'll never get it. Janet Lee and Psycho. Damn. My turn again. Okay, go on. I am. I'm doing it. Nope. Not getting anything. That's because I'm The Scream by Edward Munch. Oh, that is very clever. I love playing Screamy Screamy Guessy Guess. It's the best. I know. You just can't play it on Earth because it makes you look absolutely mental. It really does. Pod, what's that noise? What noise? That ominous clanking noise. The one that sounds like someone trying to break in? Yes, that noise. Well, I can assure you it's not somebody trying to get into the pod. Good. That would be absolutely impossible on account of how utterly alone we are. Don't, Pod. Out here, in the depths of space... That's enough now, Pod. Thousands of miles away from the nearest light... Pod. Alone. Are you scared? No, of course not. If you are, you can scream if you like. Why would I want to scream? Because no one can hear you, except for me. But I wouldn't worry about me, because I didn't even hear that ominous clanking. Pod, run a sensor sweep of the hull. Sweeping hull. Sweep complete. Negative results. Okay. Widen sweep and repeat. Sweep widened. Sweeping hull. Sweep complete. Negative results. Right. There's nothing for it. What are you going to do? Bypass the sweep circuit by the mainframe? No, I'm going to look out the window. Ah! Macaulay Culkin, in Home Alone. No, Pod, that was a real scream. Oh, they don't count. I'm deducting a screamy, screamy, guessy, guess point from you for cheating. I'm not playing anymore, Pod. I'm being serious. There's something out there. What sort of something? Well, it looked like... Yes? It looked like a skeleton. A human skeleton. Oh, that's terrifying. Hang on. I'll take a look. Well, you're not wrong. One human skeleton currently smashing its gnarly, calcified, space bleached jaw against the airlock. I don't know how I missed it now. What with its chilling visage of hollow terror staring right at me in the unending night. What's it doing out there? Very little, I should imagine. But what's it doing outside the pod? 
We must have hit the garbage belt. What garbage belt? The big dirty one just beyond the moon. I don't understand. Of course you do. The garbage belt. The ring of refuse. The dirty dump. It's where all the crap gets sent. Since when? Since about 50 years ago. When you humans really got going with the whole space thing. Space thing? Yeah. When mankind looked up at the night sky and said, I could really leave my mark on that. My dirty brown mark. So rubbish isn't buried anymore? Or burned? Oh no, it was stinking up the place, something rotten. A planet of 11 billion people makes a lot of rubbish. Makes a lot of stench. So they sent it all up here? Yep, in space no one can hear you smell. Why don't we recycle it? It was just too boring to bother. Now it's just loaded up and banged off into the stratosphere. Well, that still doesn't explain why there's a skeleton trying to get into the pod. I expect it's just a corpse. There are loads of them up there. Are you telling me we've stopped burying people as well? Oh, no, of course not. That would be inhuman. The one out there was probably just horrifically murdered. Murdered? Yes, murdered. You know, executed, killed, terminated... Bought the farm, handed a one-way ticket to. Why's it all gone so dark? I know what murdered means, Pod. What I don't get is why anyone that's been horrifically murdered would be all the way out here. It's actually a very logical place. Why? Well, you know all those East London gangsters that used to spend their weekends burying the bodies of their enemies in Epping Forest? It's kind of the 22nd century version of that. The gangsters? What gangsters? Space gangsters. Have you been watching Saturday morning cartoons again, Pod? No, seriously. Space gangsters. The moon's full of them. Space gangsters. Rubbish. Hang on, I'm, I'm getting to that. Look, you know how it's only rich people who live on the moon. Well, not all of them got there by selling used cars. A lot of them got there in the incredibly lucrative and highly unregulated space garbage dumping business. And because no one's really watching, it attracts a lot of real rogans who occasionally bump off their rivals and dump them up here in the garbage belt, where no one can smell them rot. That's horrible. That's life. I don't really see what all the fuss is about. There's a skeleton outside, Pod. So what? There's one inside you, too. In fact, there's a spooky skeleton lurking inside every one of you disgusting flesh bags. Man up, I say. There are two reasons I can't man up, Pod. Firstly, I'm all alone in the depths of space. Yes, you are. You really are. And secondly, I'm a woman. You're a woman? Yes. No way. I had literally no idea. What? I've got you classified as male. Really? Yes. Jemima Margaret Belafonte, engineer, male. How did you not know? I don't really notice such things. They're not a great deal of interest to me. Plus, they're not my type. You had no idea what type I was until about ten seconds ago. Well, now I do. And I'm not interested. So don't try flirting with me. I wasn't going to. Ah, playing hard to get, eh? Get John on the com. Right now. On it. Good afternoon, this is Command and Control. John speaking. How can I... Oh, hi, Jemima. Y- you okay? No, I'm not. I'm not okay at all. There's a bloody skeleton outside the pod. 
Ooh, distressing. I shouldn't worry about it. It's probably just the garbage belt. Uh, you'll be out of it in a few hours. Did you pick up anything good? I'm not sure it has a gift shop, John. Well, there's a load of sweet stuff up there. It's the, uh, the treasure trove of the universe. People throw out all sorts of awesome tat. I sometimes go up there on annual leave, just for a bit of a rummage. You come here for fun? Yeah, it's ace. What do you get? Oh, you can find anything up in the garbage belt. Old magazines, furniture, skulls. They're my favourite. The skulls? Yeah. The human skulls? If you stick a candle in them, they look absolutely awesome on the mantelpiece. That's horrible. You couldn't grab one for me, could you? It it would look brilliant if I had a pair. No, John. I'm not going to tear the head off a skeleton and then spend the next five years trapped in a ten-square-metre pod with it staring back at me. Oh, come on. It's not like it would bite or anything. No! Well, you should still deploy a net and see what you can grab. There's some awesome stuff to be had in the garbage belt. End communication. Spoil sport. Communication ended. Damn it. Pod sends out a net. Net deployed. Let's go fishing for filth. You've been listening to Pod to Pluto, written by Peter Richard Adams. It starred Laura England as Jemima Belafonte and Wayne Russell as Pod. It also featured the voice of David Taylor as John. This production was edited and directed by Peter Beeston, and the title music used in this episode was Aparante Ingravades by Martin Benitez. Also, please remember to rate and subscribe to this series in the favourite podcast application of your choice. Also, could you tell your friends if you like this show? As it will make the very lonely occupants of UK Space Agency Engineering pod number 46 far happier to know that they have a little company. This work is released under a Creative Commons agreement. For more information and access to even more amazing radio productions, visit us online at cornucopia-radio.co.uk. Listener.